0: Welcome back, Red Spotters. Another show here in the Red Spotlight Entertainment Podcast. I'm your host today, Alexis J. Soto, and I am joined by Mr. Peter Martinez, Kyle Lera, and uh, Alexis Moreno. Ms. in this instance, Alexis Moreno, not Mr. That would have been a curveball. Um, We have a show today uh, based on the decade of 2000s, which is now in our rearview mirror. As we had promised, I want to (laughs) say... Late De- I know, right? Uh, as we promised in late December, we were going to do a top 10 show celebrating the decade in film, which is similarly along the lines of our top 10 show in, in a year, but now we have 10 years to cover. Uh, first and foremost, how are you guys doing? Alive.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, for now, yeah. We're surviving. This is the end of days day 10 of quarantine
3: uh yeah i'm gonna le- i'm gonna release my uh, my diaries at the end of this whole thing it's gonna be a new york oh my- times bestseller
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: right so let's not waste any time we got a lot of stuff going i'm gonna go to peter right now who's gonna yes. remind everyone of the rules and also at the same time mm-hmm. tell listeners what the rules of this list is gonna be
3: yes here are the rules no choking no hitting of the face or the back of the head. Contact only body or legs, okay?
0: We could have used those rules in the Pixar list. Oh,
3: sorry. That was the Pixar list rules. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I forgot. Uh, no, this is... Oh, wait. Let me look at the rules list. Okay. Those
2: are... By the way, those are lousy rules because blood was spilt regardless. Yeah. Throats were
3: slit. Um,
2: Red wedding, bitches.
3: <laughs> okay. Here's the rules. We're going we're gonna to go down each year and after each year we're gonna we're gonna run down uh what what okay let me sorry let me rewind a little bit we we each picked uh, a film our favorite film so to speak for whatever reason of each year of the past decade from 2010 to 2019 and the way we're gonna really read this off is we're gonna talk i'm gonna introduce the year of 2010 and then we'll each say what film we picked for 2010, and then we'll discuss it. And then we'll move on to 2011, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And no hitting of the face or back of the head.
0: Shall we go ahead and commence with this? Uh, the first year, 2010. If we can go all the way back, which, wow.
3: Let me take you back, all right? Let's travel together. <laughs> oh, God. So the okay. Eon's old age. <laughs> Of the year, two thousand and one and ten. Okay, two thousand and one ten zero, two zero <laughs> one zero. Okay, it's a sci-fi y- year. All right, you know what's happening? Okay, President Obama just signed the Affordable Care Act into law. Two two uh hundred six million gallons of crude oil poured into the Gulf of Mexico. Instagram was launched, and Ample introduced the iPad. This was the year of 2010, okay? <laughs>
0: Ample? Apple. <laughs> Fuck you. <Okay. laughs> I just went. <wanted>
1: to...
0: <laughs> I'm looking at because I have, a, and we should all have letterbox open just in case. Uh, while Peter is doing this, we all should have a list of like films that were from that year. Mm-hmm. I just opened it, and I already know what you two are gonna pick. Oh, okay. okay. Just looking at well, it. yeah. Like... Okay,
3: good then. <laughs> it, it is one of it, it is one of the first films. So yeah.
0: Wait, we have honorable mentions, right? Some of them.
3: Oh yeah, have so honorable mentions? yeah. Have some of you have honorable. Mentions. I didn't yes. do honorable mentions because that would have been too stressful for me. <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> oh, you would like instead of like fifty per, uh, like you always do like fifty to sixty per year, um, and so that would have been like. That
4: That's times like almost a thousand. So the rules...
0: Right. The rules for honorable mentions... and uh, If you have an honorable mention among the four of us, is only one movie that you get in addition to the official film that you select for any given year. So shall we start? Who has an honorable mention for 2010?
2: Okay. I have... Moreno.
0: A... Let's go. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> All, right. Uh... All
2: right. Lady... <laughs> Ladies first, I guess. Okay, go on. No,
3: we said um, Moreno goes first. <laughs> she, oh, God, she wants to shoot me in the face.
4: <laughs> um, I mean, mine was just Tangled.
3: I've heard of that
0: film. So then we just get the other people who have honorable mentions, and then we discuss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Kyle, what's your honorable mention? How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, God. How to Train Your Dragon. Um, and my honorable mention is Inception by Christopher Nolan. Okay,
3: normies. Peter, I don't. I told you I don't have any. I can't.
2: Okay. No. 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 Okay. It's no. <laughs> like no. No, no. 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 Don't. Don't you put
3: that evil on. So it. I
0: feel. I feel Moreno picking Tangled is pretty, pretty obvious. I know, like she swears by that movie, right, Moreno?
3: And Alexis, you hate that film.
0: I don't hate it. No, 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 I don't hate You've it. You've it's, it's used definitely the word not... hate before. Dear, I think you're confusing that with The Good Dinosaur, no, which no. is a horrendous film. Um, Tangled actually has something it's called okay charisma and Alexis. charm and creativity <laughs> and talent. Uh, you know, and it's actually memorable and you don't fall asleep while watching it, so.
3: <laughs> I will say, I uh, Tangled... It wasn't technically the start, but it was a uh, second film in to like the second coming, pretty much of or the third coming of uh Disney. Like the
4: third P- Princess and the Frog. Yes, it was officially the first one.
3: Yes, yes, Princess and the Frog was the first one.
4: No, Tangled. Boys. No, Princess and that's are not you, knocking down Princess and the Frog. This is Princess, Princess and the Frog. And the Frog erasure. An movie. This is
3: disgusting. You are not a real (laughs) Disney fan. Princess and the Frog erasure. Fuck that. No, 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 no.
4: Princess and the Frog is an ending of an era. No,
3: it's not.
4: It's the beginning. Yes, it is. No, it's
3: not. It's the beginning. Peter. Oh no. Peter. I'm on your side. Okay.
1: Good. I
2: I I want you to know. I'm on your side. I think Peter, uh, Princess and the Frog, uh, it set the template.
4: I'm literally watching Princess and the Frog right now.
3: Are you really? (laughs) Flip yeah. that shit around. Let me see. I need to. <laughs> is it? Wait, yes. Alexis. It's... it's too bright. I can't see. Okay, but it is well, I mean, here. I'll
4: put it <laughs> not on mute.
2: Oh, it is. She said, "Lavide." Copyright. <laughs> Copyright strike right there. Um, but anyway, I... I think Princess and the Frog really set the template going forward in terms of like the quality of the movies because it just like kept on like building of like quality films after quality films, uh, going after that starting with Princess and the Frog. I feel like, and then uh, Tangled, and then, and then everything it blew else. Up at Frozen, yeah, and then everything was like all Disney yeah. and everything. So, um, but Tangled, uh, like in terms of, like what they were going in terms like style. Like that's where it began. You know, so I could.
3: You know what I'll say about Tangled? Um, I think it has the most emotional, like, couple song. Like everyone swears about by a whole new world. It's like, eh. Uh-huh. Um, I you know, think Tangled like, is infinitely better.
2: Um, to me, I think uh, uh, I see the light yeah. is the better Disney duo song than uh than a whole new world by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I I've always liked Tangled.
2: I mean. It, it's definitely,
0: I feel, uh, far more emotionally resonant, and I'm not even sure. I mean, because like, a whole new world is nostalgic, but to see the light, I recall when I first, because we were talking about this on Fantasy Fair a few days ago about the uh, Disneyland Forever fireworks. When they first put this on, I see the light with all the lanterns covering the castle. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty, as far as the classic Disney Uh, is concerned you can make several arguments I think primarily is because this is the first like 3d computer generated like animated Disney Mm -hmm. movie and Tiana wasn't unfortunately and what's different is that part of the reason why Tiana's movie and I don't say the whole name because it's so long to say but part of the reason why it bombed um, is because they figured out that making more generic sounding titles can no, appeal to the, boys, no, yeah, I guess. See, no, like this is, tangled this, or frozen. No,
3: no, shut the fuck up. This is what happened. Um, uh, the Princess and the Frog didn't do well, so because the
4: marketing sucked.
3: Yeah, so they went from doing going back to making hand drawn animated, um, classic fairy tale type films to going like mm, we're gonna make them CG animated, and instead of calling it Rapunzel, we're gonna call it Tangled. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, That's yeah, what I was yeah. Saying. But, yeah. That's But I wanted to break it down. It all came from the f- the f- supposed failure of box office of Princess and the Frog. And it's such bullshit. Ugh. Anyways, but yeah. No, no, no. I, that You know it's Okay, God. I won't say anything more because I'm going to delve into a whole other thing. We can Go talk
4: ahead. about this in the other one.
1: <laughs> I'm sure we Well, will. I mean... <laughs>
3: Speaking of Disney movies, uh Dreamworks that was uh, Kyle's pick. That's the year Dreamworks figured out how to
2: make a Disney movie with <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> to me like it is uh one of Dreamworks' best. Um if not my favorite. I think that of...
0: trilogy that trilogy might be their best I think overall.
2: Yeah. And How to Train Your Dragon really like set that. I mean, you have the gorgeous score by John Powell and then it sets it forward. It sets up this wonderful world that uh that is like richly i mean Sh- shrek is in such a unique position cuz it started off in like a cynical uh uh standpoint and then it became its own thing in the sequel um but this right here like it, it gets it right right off the bat um and i think that it is like probably one of the best animated films uh ever like you could put it in the top 10 animated films or at least american because uh, I know Studio Ghibli has some bangers. Um, but How to Train Your Dragon, it, it it's just classic to me. I like it. And I like both of these movies, too. And
0: I think uh, it's curious, anima- animation's going to be a theme uh, for this oh, year, anyway. To talk um, about
3: Inception real quick, it, we had yeah. to... One of the worst things about Kyle is that he won't watch good things. Uh, watch Breaking Bad, you fuck. Um, and one of the things he did not watch for years, years was Inception, um, until he was forced to, and then it was like,
2: it was good. Was that a to the table episode? That was a to the table episode. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. You were part of it. <laughs> I what? oh, I, I do not recall <laughs> that, but you know, <laughs> it's fine though. Cause now officially we've all done so many of these. We, I mean, we've all forget we've even done that. No, to me inception i think is like nolan at his best i i i just felt it was a particularly inventive concept is this an and visually mention? yeah yeah yes okay. yeah and visually stunning um and i think a great ensemble cast like it's been 10 years and i still this is one of the few movies that i don't see like at all often but i remember this and i recall making a, a big impact i think it was like it was a Big it movie was that huge. Right? It solidified
3: uh, the blong. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I saw this movie on my birthday. I think you did. Yeah, but I remember this movie. Um, Sick invite got me like motion sickness. Oh really? Yeah, like oh. I'm not good at like like visual stuff, like 3D stuff. I can't watch oh. it because then I get like a big because I get like really bad migraines and stuff. So like watching things like that, mm-hmm. I like I can't take like um. What's that, Cloverfield? Pfft, oh forget yeah. About it.
3: <laughs> Did you watch this in 3D? Because I know at this point 3D was all. No, the rage. I didn't watch
4: this on it. I don't watch 3D movies. Okay.
3: Yeah. No. Yeah. I've no. Oh God. Honest to God, the only films I really remember watching in 3D was fucking Monster House.
4: <laughs> I saw Avatar in 3D, <laughs> and I think that's part of the reason why I don't like that movie.
3: Oh really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Do you like Pocahontas?
2: Yes. Oh God! Here we go. Uh, that's a okay. different. That's here a different
0: here. episode. That's a different episode. We have a different it thing. Seems uh, a bit just real quick. Leo had. Leo had two big movies uh, that year because there's a, uh, Shutter Island was also that year and it came so close to being an honorable mention anyway. Oh yeah, I love uh,
3: that. Oh, should we do a- officials so, now?
0: Okay, so my uh, official for 2010 is you guessed it, Toy Story three.
3: Gross uh my official is uh scott pilgrim versus the world same wait
4: same to which one Ooh. scott pilgrim
2: oh fuck yeah. oh, That's your- wow. <laughs> yes okay well i guess we're getting a triple dosage because mine is also scott pilgrim versus yes. the
1: world <laughs>
2: oh my oh, god this is beautiful and, and alexis really thought he had that too oh. You see? <laughs> oh god where okay first of all for those uh, with the with actual taste no i'm kidding <laughs> um <laughs> um it is oh my god it is so validating having like the majority of the board straight out pick scott pilgrim this is beautiful where do we begin, uh, my friends, the with this? Okay, the... this is one of the few films
3: that's like, because, you know, I don't give a fuck that much. I, I like music, but it's like, uh, like, I could listen to the soundtrack. To this fucking yeah, film I, I forever listen to the soundtrack. it's it's amazing like each song it's it's like if they were an actual band the sex bob bombs i would buy their fucking shit like
2: 100 mm-hmm. <laughs> percent. first of all the cast is phenomenal like all-star cast um uh, which at the time uh some of these people were like just barely getting started yeah they weren't um, big yeah, and then all of a sudden you have like names like Chris Evans, you have Brie Larson, and everybody has you know like blossomed mm-hmm. into you know megastars, and like I don't think that a movie like this would be made. Uh, Mary uh, today. Elizabeth
3: Winstead, Kira Colkin, Allison Pill, yeah, Anna Kendrick, uh, Brie Larson, Aubrey Plaza, Jason Schwartzman, mm-hmm. Chris Evans, Brandon Routh, some.
2: Some like awesome people. Like genuinely awesome people. The way it's stylized, like I think to me, I think this is Edgar Wright at his best. Easily. Oh my
3: god, I love it. It's my it's easily my favorite Edgar Wright film. Like he he took a film that seems impossible and made it possible (laughs) and wait, can we talk
4: about like the beginning beginning like the Uh, oh
1: Oh my god
4: i remember going to go watch that movie and then like as soon as that came out we we all just looked at each other we were like what is happening you're like
3: this this is gonna be good yeah (laughs) for me that moment is when like they start playing and like the room starts like slowly stretching stretching, and then it's like (laughs) yeah yeah and I'm like fuck yeah this is an awesome movie <laughs> and I'm five <laughs> seconds into it
2: when uh Alison Pill's character says we are a sex bomb and it's just like uh, it's a wild ride till then you know uh, uh and like somewhere in like a fantasy land in Canada you know it, it's just like <laughs> really the movie is really funny um him jumping out of the window was hilarious I mean, oh he's just like, like so no funny. he's not here <laughs> here yeah and he jumps out the window hilarious the fucking Um, vegan police the vegan police yeah (laughs) it's milk and eggs bitch (laughs) the gelato that's funny um like there's just so many things the music you mentioned um metrics black sheep is a bop
4: oh my god that was like if uh spotify was a thing in 2010 this would be on like all of my like uh playlist of the year (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's
4: such
3: a good song it has so many one-liners like <laughs> you're you were a little bi-curious well i'm a little bi-fierous
2: <laughs> may whitman fucking may yeah, Whitman she's, yeah she's, she's amazing awesome in too. It too oh my god i mean There is not one ounce of bad casting at this. Like, everybody has, like, Jason Schwartzman. He's just, like, this one big nerd that you would anticipate to be some sort of, like, suave guy. But, you know, instead he's just, like, a giant doofus, you know? (laughs) Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, like... like, it's stoic, but it's because she delivers, like, such great nuance with her character, um, and it counterbalances with, uh, with, uh, Scott Pilgrim's douchiness as well. I mean, it's just, like, this huge counterbalance. Also, uh, we need justice, uh, we need justice for Knives, uh, Knives Chow. Yeah. Uh, What the fuck?
3: (laughs) That's the thing, like, uh, Scott Pilgrim's like an asshole. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, very much so. Um, uh, but he, you also, like, the fact that you don't hate him and you care about him, I think, s- says a lot for as far as what the film is able to do. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, fucking knives, man. They punch the highlights out of her hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's so much creative shit. Like, I could spend hours wh- when the fucking, when Chris Evans' character, like, he's oh the movie God, star when he when he has to fight his, um...
2: Uh, his stunt doubles. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And then he gets his soy latte, and he's like, "Ha ha ha!" That's hilarious. And like the way that he enunciates things, the little trailer that they have for uh, Spike TV, he's like, "I got one hand on the trigger." You know, just like little stuff like that is just it, cream of the crop, brilliant.
3: Um, Alexis also hated this film. So
4: <laughs> you didn't like this movie.
0: Not in the slightest. Um, in fact, I, every word of what was just spoken, I really wish I could feel that, but I think it was the exact opposite for me. Um, I can't think of and a film I'm that was the more- the death of
3: hope. Oh my God.
0: I'll gladly claim that title when it comes to this. Um, I felt nothing. Oh my God. I, I literally honestly felt nothing with this. Nothing of what was just discussed I could care for. Even if it hit me in the face, we did it to the table, and I told Kyle exactly how I felt about it, and I told him what, what, knowing what was going to be in this. But it's like what you describe, Alexis, is how how uh, the movie got you from the beginning. I was like, oh, "Fuck, here we go," and every okay
4: but i feel like this movie i mean besides like even like not like iron man i feel like this movie kind of set the tone as to what the decade was gonna be like only because and it's I such like entirely, a, a mix of like like it's like a comic like it's originally a comic book like you know what i mean i don't know to it's, me it's, it's easily like one close, of the most
3: it's close to a perfect film if not a perfect film uh,
2: i to me that <laughs> is the same also um i'm glad i found this um i bought uh, a blu-ray copy of this film and uh i got the a film vector with uh, with ramona and scott's first kiss like a really huge part of the movie and i'm 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 a proud owner of a of that film vector um by the way how did you first watch the film kyle (sighs) you did you did uh to to the table by the way there are uh there are a few to the table uh films in here just to let you know overall like this movie is inspiring i i get a giddy feeling after every time i watch it this is definitely a, a a go big or go home kind of film uh it It is comic book. It is stylized in such a unique way. I mean, there's so many things that you could watch. And it, like, it never gets old because, like, you see, like, bits of, like, oh, like, this represents this number of X, you know, that they're doing. And just, like, little stuff that you can find in the background. I mean, it has... Infinite rewatchability has uh, uh, a rewatchability factor that I think is on comparison to a, a lot of films, and uh, and I said it before and I said it again. This is probably Edgar Wright's best film. We should probably talk about the other film, right? Like, uh...
0: I mean, if I could uh, at least have a, I don't know a chance to talk, because uh, <laughs> evidently I'm being punched three ways to none. Uh, we have a whole episode. We actually bi-furious. have two. We have two whole episodes. I think on he's a little Scott. bi-furious. Oh my god, let
4: him talk. <laughs> we have two
0: whole episodes on Scott Pilgrim. Uh, this would actually be a great plug for to the table. The first one was with uh, Peter and Kyle, and the second one was with me and Kyle. Um, and we can have full thoughts over there. But it's like, I mean, I don't like this in the slightest, but um, nothing in terms of the quality uh, as far as Edgar Wright is concerned um, is at all in question. So, uh, before I'm being painted as some kind of a killjoy, I do appreciate the work that was put into it, but nothing in this uh, movie uh, I cared for at all. And if you're talking about all the things that were said about the characters being likable, especially Michael Sarah could not think of a character that I hated more in this decade. So, um, oh yeah, by the way, um, no.
3: I know for a fact of Julio, were here. He would, that would be a fourth pick for this film. Cause in high school, he was obsessed with Ramona flowers and Maria with Elizabeth Winstead. I remember that shit. That was hilarious. Uh, um, toy story three. That was a film
0: a lot of the movies that i picked um are movies that can range from watching many times um from just being great as this one is um or either that in a a very visceral memorable reaction in the theater and uh as i discussed and went into great detail about this i feel in the pixar list that we just discussed coming to the fantasy fair plug for that uh three hours long so enjoy (laughs) that uh to me this is Pixar's best movie and um one of uh I think maybe one of the most emotional experiences watching this film and um yeah I mean I, I really could think of no better movie that represents that year because that to me that's one of the, those uh really populist films where everyone that I, that you meet really had a profound impact watching that movie that year um, there were even people that were saying uh, after the King's Speech won Best Picture for the year that I thought Toy Story 3 should have been in contention for that one. Because uh, at that point, yeah, that fuck was, that you know,
1: movie.
0: <laughs> Pixar was going at its peak. What, The King's Speech? Yeah. I thought it was okay. I liked it. <laughs> but it wasn't Best Picture, I feel. Um, there were so many other. I think I'll even say Scott Pilgrim was a far more interesting pick for Best Picture than The King's Speech. And I don't like that movie at all. <laughs> um n- so yeah, I think uh, to- Toy Story three uh, is like a no brainer as far as I'm concerned. But um, it- I'm not sure you guys cared for it. It seems like
4: uh, um... we cared for what? it. I
1: just <sighs> I yeah,
3: is <laughs> what she said. I mean, I obviously love this film like a lot. I think I had it top three or four. No, I had a top four in my Pixar list. Um, I think it's amazing. I think it's perfect in so many ways. Um, no, I adore this film, and I agree. I too had an emotional reaction, uh, in the theaters when watching it. Um, which is very difficult. <laughs> Doesn't happen all the time, uh, but with this film, very much so. Um, so yeah, no, no, no. I really like it. It's just uh, it's Scott
2: Pilgrim. That's that. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the same I, hard I, no 100 peter 2011 I'm, I'm, then I'm,
0: shall we go any honorable mentions for 2011 let me take you back oh wait wait let wait
4: me... can i mention a couple of movies that came out this year that i think might be interesting they're not like 20 years Like, i just watching the list right here <laughs> um the wait first which one, year 2010 oh, okay go ahead um the first one is going to be insidious oh um, yeah this mm-hmm. is, like, the movie that kind of started me watching scary movies.
0: <laughs> love that and, film. Like, out of, I love like, it.
4: All of, like, the scary movies that have come out, um, except for one, which is on my list. Um, I oh. think this one's my favorite. <laughs> um, and then this one I recently saw, like, a few months ago, The Social Network. Oh, oh. yeah,
3: yeah. It's yeah, that's a, very, that that's a very topical one. Hey, it's- that's the best, like, Sleuther, huh? <laughs>
4: um we also got kick-ass that year
3: yeah that was a big one like people yeah. really liked that one kick-ass i remember at the time it was a, i was like this is a little weird like dude, like it went a little too far for me but like uh-huh. 2020 yeah. peter is probably like oh you could you probably could have gone a little farther so <laughs> <laughs> um
4: and then the last one um this is the year that the last Airbender came out
3: oh
2: no okay a little uh, little bit of a confession this was my introduction to the show nobody cares Uh, love David Fincher and I love James Wan and
0: both of those movies um, are great contenders and (laughs) I loved it Uh, especially Insidious uh, surprised that it was Um, Mm PG-13 and still great so 2011 honorable mentions let's go let
3: me introduce the year we got to make it. fun. I
0: forget. I'm sorry. Okay. Let
3: me take you back to the magical year of two zero one one. President Obama has released a copy of his birth certificate. God. Remember when those were the, were the problem. <laughs>
1: Stop attacking
3: my hair. You damn cat. Remember when those were the problems. Uh, Steve jobs resigned as Apple C CEO. Uh, Osama bin Laden was killed by American soldiers in Pakistan. Uh, and the last Oprah Winfrey show was broadcast.
0: Ooh. Wait, resigned or died? Resigned. resigned.
3: No, he didn't die yet. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, twenty eleven list. Let's go, go,
0: go. Honorable mentions. Uh, real quick? No, oh yeah, honorable.
4: My honorable mention is Rise of the Planet of the Apes.
0: Oh wow, wow. love okay. it.
3: That's a really good one. Yeah. Anyone else?
0: Okay, my honorable mention is Captain America: The First Avenger.
4: Wow. Okay,
3: <laughs> not that wow, but come on.
4: Well, wow, because it's not his.
3: Oh, top. not his top. Oh, that's true.
2: Okay, uh, Hugo. Oh. Ooh. Hugo is my uh, is my uh, honorable mention for 2011. Uh, yeah, I'll, i I'll start. I'll start the the bar the ball rolling in this year Um, Hugo I I, it like it's so inspiring the way that it uh, the characters are infectious they're really good Um, it surprised me uh, when I saw the tag Martin Scorsese at the end tagged at the end because I was like wait a minute the gangster (laughs) violent uh, director guy directed this movie that's that's impossible. Um, but search my feelings. I knew it to be true. It was Martin Scorsese. <laughs> um, and I think that this movie is like it, it. Just the way it speaks about its love for film. Um, uh, this like wonderful, like Tim Burton esque. Kind of, uh, kind of whimsy uh, that I find really good. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen is also really good. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is really good as a Butterfield. The list goes on in terms of like the cast and everything like that is. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the MVP of the movie is Ben Kingsley. Uh, and I think Ben Kingsley nails it out of the park. Um, and also this is my introduction to a little movie one of my favorite movies of all time, even though it's 12 minutes long, uh, A Trip to the Moon. And I love the little like shout out and tribute to that. Um, so if you really love film, uh, Hugo should be up there. As far
0: as... Uh captain america is concerned um when i think of an old-fashioned uh idea or concept of what a superhero is or what i would want uh to look for in a superhero the first avenger is my idea of what that was in many ways um and, and and i don't mean to compare this uh as far as the greatness of donner's superman but this was that for me as far as like the wave uh in the beginning of this decade uh with superhero movies and steve rogers is my favorite character ever um and mainly because of this movie and for like what he represents and for what he holds you know dear the humanity of it um and honestly one of the the few marvel films that you can watch again and again at least for me Uh, i know it's not everyone's favorite i know two of us love it a lot the other two i'm not sure how high it is or care for it but um i think it's marvel's one of marvel's best um origin stories for sure and uh yeah uh to me it gets better every year uh love this film love that character And I wish we had more movies like that, because it felt very much like an old Hollywood-style film, and I wish we could have a little bit more of that come back, at least in this decade. So, that's why I picked that one.
2: Fuck Steve Rogers. Let me tell you why Steve Rogers is a horrible (laughs) If Alexis
3: (laughs) could, he would, alright? Oh, Uh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm not blaming him. Uh, Moreno. (laughs) Why'd Why'd you pick yours?
4: Oh, um... I think this one, besides, like, my main pick, this is, like, maybe the only movie that stood out to me that I, like, remember going to go watch it, like, because I'm, Uh like, looking at the list here and, like, none of them really, except for maybe Captain America, but, like, it's not that really high up there. Um, Damn. But, um, this was, like, my introduction to, like, Planet of the Apes and stuff, and it's just great. James Franco, I think, is great. Um what's his name? Caesar, I think is great. Yeah.
3: Oh, I, I Andy, like S- how Andy Circus. Like, I think like you're like, oh my God, James Franco. And the monkey, yeah, whatever. But James <laughs> Franco, <laughs> oh my God.
0: he killed it no, and bled it. Franco the was great in the movie. Yeah. And, and Andy Circus is even better. Um, no, I, I agree 100%. 2011 wasn't that great of a year, but this was, to me, one of the biggest surprises of the whole decade. Mm-hmm. This movie... Was so much better than anybody yeah. expected it to be.
4: I remember like going to go watch this and like not wanting to go watch this because like right like, I had heard yeah. about like Planet of the Apes, but it just like never caught my attention. You think of a Tim watching...
0: Burton disaster right yeah. a few years ago, and
4: so <laughs> like they wanted to go see this one, and I'm like, why? Like I don't want to. This weird. And I saw it, and I was like, like I remember watching it over and over and over again.
3: No, it it, it whenever I think about like fuck remakes. Or in, in shit like that, especially of classic films or properties, I always go like, but god damn it, they were able to do it with Planet of the Apes. Like, so that's the <laughs> that's the one thing that like pulls and, me like, back. The thing
4: about those movies is that like they kept getting better. Like they're not yeah bad.
0: This trilogy
2: in particular
4: got yeah. better
0: as
2: it went along. Yeah. It was weird. It's yeah. probably one of the better trilogies in like cinema. It, it's. A- I
0: think you can make a real argument. This was the best the best trilogy of the decade.
2: Whoa, One whoa, whoa. Them, maybe. Whoa. Star-,
0: Star
3: Wars new trilogy. Argument. Come on now. <laughs> um th- those are all really good uh picks so f- Uh the honorable mentions I
1: mean.
0: Yeah. So the official ones then, right? Yeah, let's do official. Yeah. Alright. Let's go. Um
3: go ahead. Uh Hugo. The Cabin in the Woods. The girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh god, you would. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, Alex, oh, Mar- Alexis Marina?
4: Um, mine is Deathly Hallows.
3: <laughs> we Ooh. all picked something
0: different. Yeah. Okay.
4: Wait, what was your guys's?
0: This is part two, right?
4: Yes, part two.
3: Part two. Um, Alexis picked Hugo, and I picked The Cabin in the Woods.
4: <laughs> oh Okay, that was going to be like one of my mentions. <laughs>
3: oh, okay, good. Oh, see, see, there you go. Um damn, which one do we tackle first since since they're all different? I can go first if you want just to get out of the way. Um okay. I love this film so goddamn much. Um
0: <laughs> this is Drew Goddard, right?
3: Yeah, Drew Goddard. Um Yeah. A script I believe by him and um Joss Whedon. They like wow. Yeah, they like knocked it out in a hotel on one weekend. <laughs> And it really is just sort of a a loving throw up of the entire horror movie genre, and just like the most fun way humanly imaginable. Um, most of, it plays on every trope you know of of horror films, and if you've seen every horror film ever made, like me, like it's it's just everything. Um, that third act is one of the greatest third acts of any <laughs> film ever made. Um, And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. It has so many amazing Easter eggs. And it's just like, it is the definition of payoff. Um, I love the film. I love the film. I love the film so much. Yeah. And you
2: can't go wrong with Chris Hemsworth, right?
3: Well, I mean, (laughs) he didn't last that long. So you can.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Moreno
4: um i mean it's harry potter it's the ending of harry yeah potter. yeah
1: like, <laughs> um, i don't know what else you can really was, say
4: this wasn't the only one that i went to go see at the movies like premiere but it was one of the best ex- movie experiences that i've had um i my cousin who's like one of the biggest fans that i know like i went with her and well, like all of my cousins, but she's she was like the one that was like super excited. And like people went dressed up. There was like the couple sitting next to me, they were dressed up as Lucius Malfoy and Bellatrix, but like legit <laughs> costumes. And like, um, I think we even saw it twice. Like, we got out of there and then because we went to like the first showing, um, we got out of there and we were like, we have to go watch this again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. It's Harry Potter.
3: <laughs> um, okay. I, I don't want to knock it because I actually really like the Harry Potter films. But I will, it's a bit of a knock, what I'm about to say. Um, I, the reason why I'm not in love with the Deathly Howell uh, films, part one and part two, is because I remember reading the book like when it first came out. Like I was, yeah. I, I really was like a crazy Potterhead. Uh, at that time I really really loved the books and I like the second it came out got it devoured it in like a couple days Mm -hmm. and I specifically when reading it I remember thinking wow this is going to translate amazingly well to the big screen and then when I saw it I was like it didn't quite live up Mm -hmm. To what I thought it could, you had great expectations. I didn't read the books
4: till after watching all of movies. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. But even then, like, because I would, I took like a week to read all of them. But I would like read one book and then watch the movie right after. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and because I I try to do the same with Lord of the Rings, and I I think that's why I just like don't like those movies.
1: No, (laughs) you know what. (laughs) You know
4: what?
3: I'll agree with you. I don't like the Lord of the Rings books. I think I they're fucking boring. I even
4: tried to do like the audiobooks or something and I just I could not like no. I don't even think I got past like the second chapter. <laughs> um but yeah, like the the obviously the books are definitely way better. But um I think for me it's more like it's the ending of an era type of thing. And yeah. like <laughs> like I think that's why it took twelve like, years to part. make. Yeah. So...
2: Yeah. Um, I'm with... In terms of this movie, I am with Peter. uh, Because... I remember reading the book and like the fact that everybody was surrounding uh, Harry and uh, and uh, Voldemort when they were show- uh, doing the showdown. I think that was such like a like a kind of sick burn kind of thing yeah. when he was like saying, "Oh, the the wand doesn't belong to you, does it?" Yeah, Voldemort? like he put him
3: on black. Like mm-hmm. to-
2: when I read the book, it felt so
3: cinematic, mm-hmm. like like very like just. It felt more cinematic than the movie if that's even possible with just like they they fucking threw everything at the kitchen sink the fucking centaurs coming out of the forest attacking i I remember
4: like when i read the book every like five seconds i would run up to david like into his room and be like oh my god this is happening
3: yeah yeah like it was amazing and i and also you know what really makes it disappointing though to me is because they split it into two parts so i was like because you know when so they
4: could have added more yeah
3: they could have done it i i feel and the fact that it wasn't i was like oh man you know it's still it's still a good movie like like it's it does a great job um but it's just you know from book to film It's, it's yeah
2: yeah um it also like it i remember reading the book and like the snape chapter just utterly like put me in tears uh and i don't know yeah. i feel like they did a good job with that in the film like
0: i i come from it from the perspective of not reading any of the books including this one mm-hmm. um I, I don't i didn't watch these movies until years after courtesy of kyle um and i didn't have any of those expectations i will say i really did not like uh definitely deathly hallows part one uh i fell asleep watching the movie it was too stretched um, out yeah uh part two yeah. half of
3: it is just them in the fucking woods yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah part two though i thought was a great finale mm-hmm. i really enjoyed it
4: the yeah. book
3: is like that times 20 like there's a lot more like crazy mm. shit that just comes out and Sassmaster comes out oh yeah <laughs> uh, oh harry hagrid's brother
4: oh yeah, yeah. Carl-
3: he comes in and he and he he comes back and just starts kicking mm-hmm. ass like oh my god it's so great
4: yeah. no Fred uh who who's the twin that dies Fred
3: yeah the brother um yeah
4: his wow like when oh his, when like, I read book. that oh, oh no my god. I lo- like I think him and like not even um what's his name uh, uh the one that turns into a dog
1: serious oh, black, uh, um, black. And, like
4: not even his death made me cry what made me cry was harry's reaction but fred's death was like oh the death of me i couldn't yeah.
2: and that's where you get like the the gratification of when molly weasley says not my daughter you bitch to bellatrix yeah that, like that really like you feel that shit when you're reading the book because like it, it's been so long since then' because, like so much shit happens in between mm-hmm. that you do get that sense of justice, which like, and that's the hap that's what happens when you like read the book first and then watch the movie, yeah, is that you just don't get that kind of like effect yeah um versus like Fred's death happens uh Behind five the minutes but- too,
4: and it's like you only see his body, yeah, in the movie. I don't know. I, I kind of wish they would have shown that one, at least.
3: Yeah, and again, I know you have to cut down on shit, but it's like, you're you're the ones who split it into two movies. <laughs> so, no excuses. And the reason...
2: And the reason why is because David Yates, I remember reading on Entertainment Weekly. Um, that's where I got my news media uh, back in the day. Uh, he said that the reason why we were splitting it into two movies is so we could tell the finale right.
3: No, it no, was it's because of money. It because of yeah. money. It's because that's what they were all <laughs> doing at that time. But if you're going to do yeah. it, like, come on now, do it right. Um, yeah, but I, it's still an enjoyable film. Um, what was... Hugo... I adore Hugo. Um, And you know what's funny? When that film came out at that time, I was like, fuck this. This looks like another typical cheesy fucking kids film that I'm going to fucking hate. Like Narnia. (laughs) I actually like the original Narnia. But it's like, I don't know, like some other films that would come out at the time where it's just a complete waste. Um, And I didn't watch it until years later. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh, my God, I fucking adore this film. Um, and again, I didn't I didn't know it was directed by Martin Scorsese. I was just like, eh, it's on who would. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's on HBO. OK, I'll watch it. Oh, fuck. This is so good. Um, I I adore the film. It, it's a, it's quite obviously a love letter to film uh, wrapped up in this mystery of the boy. And I go ahead. Uh, talk about it, Alexa.
0: Well, I mean, uh, again, to plug, we did the Scorsese files on uh, on this feed, and we had a whole section of Hugo when we reviewed it last year. And to me, a lot of the films that I'd seen uh, from Marty before, Mar- Martin Scorsese, uh, I got to know him very well as far as uh, his head is concerned. But this is the first film that I got to see his heart. Um, and it... it, it uh, reminded me very much of mine in terms of like where i my love of you know film and cinema comes from and it just it oozes off the the goddamn screen how much he loves movies uh in this particular film it's it's one of those you can i think it's even made in some instances like to watch it with the sound off it's beautiful Um the set design, the of course the ensemble cast, and the tribute to George Millier, who is the father of visual effects. Uh, who made a trip to the moon, who, for many of the films that we just discussed and will discuss on the show, would not have happened if it were for him. Uh so like I wanted to include a film by Martin Scorsese, and honestly, all of the movies he made could definitely are deserving of being on any of these but this is the one to me that i keep going back to i think when i first saw this i went back and saw it again and again um last year not in theaters but um it it's uh it it, i don't know what what you can say it's just that it yeah i adore it and its heart is full of charm and love and yeah it's just a perfect movie to me i loved
3: it it's also 3d
0: (laughs) It was, although I don't think we saw the 3D parts, though, because, you know, home video. You can always anything.
3: tell in a film was 3D, because it always has w- just one shot of, like, whoosh. <laughs> and,
0: again, a sign of the times, we're still in 2010, 2011, which is, this is when there were all the rage, yeah, it seems everything like, uh, 3D was, films. everything
3: was 3D. Uh, Alexis Moreno, did you ever see Hugo? Nope. Yep. Okay. Watch it. It's crazy.
0: I think you'd love it, yeah. It, it's not uh, unlike anything Martin Scorsese has ever made.
2: <laughs> I'll no one that. gets
3: shot in the face.
2: <laughs> I saw this movie when I was on the plane to the Philippines. Um and even amongst all the turbulence and all that stuff, I was still like my eyes were glued to the to the screen at the back of the the, the way Marvin Strassades had intended for you to see <laughs> the on, way a plane. He <laughs> on a plane. But it it captured me. I was like, wow, like even despite everything that was going around me i still watched See, it that right there proves
0: peter's point that it doesn't matter where you watch a movie a good movie will have you invest it no matter where if you're on a damn airplane with ter-
2: turbulence if the movie's that good it's got you and i was dead tired too i remember being dead tired but still i was like this i, I gotta finish this movie this is it's too good to pass up
0: so girl in the dragon tattoo daniel craig Uh, Yeah, that's why we were
3: were signed when he said that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, directed by David Fincher. Uh, God damn, like, chilling, just goosebumps. Goosebumps when I watch this movie, the way it handles everything like that. I mean, it is the ultimate definition of girl power, uh uh it it is very much of a of a feminist movie um it, it it shows like the ultimate dark side behind uh behind male intentions and it's just like there's one scene and i'm pretty sure uh everyone knows who's seen the movie and knows of the of the books know what scene i'm talking about god like you never i've never felt more uncomfortable like the last time I felt uncomfortable watching a movie like uh, a scene like that was when I saw Passion of the Christ. <laughs> um, another
0: one that's of That's a your story favorites. you do not want
2: to hear. You don't want to hear
0: that that's story. It's her.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it,
1: oh,
0: oh my God. It's so, that, that rings so true. You know how Peter said um, about me fucking Chris Evans? You could say this thing about Kyle and Daniel Craig. There's something between those two. I don't know.
3: It's very one-sided. Come on now.
2: Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. those blue eyes, though, man. Mm. No, his Good eyes shit. are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, honestly, Rooney Mara as uh Mara, Rooney Mara as uh as uh, Elizabeth uh Salander is awesome. Like she, like woman, hearing roar. Like, er, like I think that she gets lost in the conversation of like. Of uh of strong female characters, uh the way that she fucking owns despite everything uh that goes on with her she's stuck in a horrible situation she gets into horrible situations and yet she powers through like a motherfucking beast and I love it uh, uh Daniel Craig, um very demasculinated in this movie um. And it, it, that makes uh, Rooney Mara's character as, like, you know, Michael and uh, Elizabeth such perfect foils for each other. And the story that it tells also. Um, and I think that this movie just gives me goosebumps just trying to lead to everything like that because you realize that you're in this dark, sinister, gritty world and everything around you is, uh, is fucking evil. And I love that. I love the way that movie makes me feel by making me feel bad but it 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 just like it it gets you going because of its like danger that you feel throughout the whole entire movie um and honestly like when i left the movie i i i i couldn't like watch anything for days after i watched it because like the way like it it made me feel emotionally. And I just like, I love this movie. Um, I came, I came for Daniel Craig that let's just oh put God. that out there. I in came more for Daniel ways Craig than one. in the movie in more ways than one. But, um, this movie, like, it made me forget that he was in the movie and I was like paying attention to Rooney Mara's performance and Rooney Mara's performance. Like, God damn. Like she should have won the Oscar that year. I don't know who did, but she should have won it. Um, uh, I think it, it's just a brilliant movie. I love it. David Fincher did really good. the The way it's shot, beautiful, all around, great movie.
0: Fincher a great filmmaker. I never saw the film though. Anybody else here see it?
2: Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you What do you think of it?
3: It's a good film, but it stars Daniel Craig, so you know. <sighs>
4: <sighs> okay. Can I mention mention two movies?
2: Yeah. Okay.
4: Um, wait, was it two or oh, three? Uh, the first one, this is the year that, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it.
0: Contagion? Contagion. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Why are you doing
2: this? Very
4: topical. (laughs) Um, Thor also came out this year. (laughs) I've heard of that film. Do (laughs) you remember that?
0: Thor?
3: Do you remember
0: Thor?
4: Um, drive
0: yes yes great movie great movie yeah
4: um and then the artist
0: the artist i never saw that but i should have seen it yeah
4: i love that movie it at the time um i was really into like black and white films and then this movie got nominated for oscars and i was freaking out but yeah
0: Uh yeah, to me my first exposure to Steve Carell was actually and I think also Ryan Gosling was Crazy Stupid Love. Mm, Uh which I think was one of the better romantic comedies of that decade. Um and then also I think this may be in contention to be Abram's best film, which isn't a very high bar, uh Super Eight.
3: Oh yeah, Super Eight. I like Super Eight. I Mm -hmm. people were kinda mixed on it, but I like it. Oh,
4: Sucker Punch came out this year also.
3: Oh yeah, I remember that film. <laughs> I I like that movie. So, um the the year is twenty twelve. Barack Obama was reelected president of the United States. Um what else happened? The spacecraft Curiosity landed on Mars. <laughs> um I'm trying to find stuff that doesn't look sad.
0: Uh <laughs> Well,
1: I mean, sad.
0: look at <laughs> sad. The Mayan calendar officially ended? Oh, that's
3: right. Yeah, the whole Mayan calendar thing.
0: Yeah, the world <laughs> didn't
3: end. That's right. That was the whole thing. Um everything else is sad. So, let's let's end with that fact. 2012, <laughs> people. Um Do you guys have honorable mentions for 2012?
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh I have two. One for obvious reasons. One for obvious reasons. I'm not going to oh dive into it. Oh my god. The Skyfall is my honorable <laughs> mention. Oh. <laughs> and another one was my first Quentin Tarantino film, Django Unchained. I, I love the movie. Love um, it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I could go on forever. Um, But yeah, those are my two honorable mentions
0: my honorable mention is joss whedon the avengers mm-hmm. okay
4: uh my honorable mention is lincoln
3: really wow <laughs> holy crap. peter
0: hates that movie
3: when really?
4: have i ever
3: said it that i hated the film
0: last time i think we talked about it
3: <laughs> i don't remember saying that <laughs>
0: Okay. Um, so the the movies were Skyfall and Django for Kyle. Well, I picked it was, the Avengers.
3: It was Django, yeah. um, and then uh, Lincoln and the Avengers.
1: <laughs> <Okay. Yep. laughs>
2: <sighs> let the sky fall. Let it crumble. You know. So
3: Django. Um, I love it. I think it's great.
0: Um <laughs> I agree I mean there's nothing i'm not yeah I'm not sure of a single issue with the movie i i it was my first movie from this director that I saw back then twenty twelve was the year that I really got invested in movies for, like for the first time ever and like went out of my way to see movies that I would never like bother seeing and uh-huh. this movie was an experience, and it's like if you need a crash course in what or who Tarantino is, this is a great film. Do I
3: it. remember Fox News being pissed off about this film massively. Um, <laughs> they were pissed off about the Muppets. Yeah, but that's why it's so funny. Um, <laughs> but I think because like, uh, what's his name? He had hosted SNL. Jamie Foxx. Fox, and he was like, yeah, in the movie, I kill all the white people. He had said something like that as like a punchline and then people applauded. Um and then of course Fox News <laughs> is like really you're applauding killing white people like it was a whole thing. Oh um, my
1: god.
3: <laughs> anyways, um, everyone that died in that film, well, not everyone, but most people that died in that film, was very satisfying. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. it was very much like a revenge superhero <laughs> flick. Uh, yeah, that's basically what it was. Um, it, it's to me it's like tarantino at his most tarantino yes
0: oh yeah like
3: yeah. every part of it from the filmmaking to the musical choice to the story just like straight up historical revenge um it is just as tarantino as it gets um i love it <laughs> yeah it's one of my favorites of his same
2: i have no like I, like, this movie, as soon as, like, you're Django in the <laughs> beginning, like, it was hook, line, and sinker for me. I love it. And I love spaghetti westerns, too. And it's just it's just the style that uh, that Tarantino, I mean, you could obviously tell that the, it's a love to that genre as well. I mean, it's just, like, it's so many different things going with it um, that make it such a, a delicious film. W- what were the other honorable mentions? Um, um, uh,
0: Avengers. I picked the oh, Avengers. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, what, I mean, again, like any Avengers, but especially this was like a moment, uh, uh, as far as like pop culture was concerned. And this was to me, like, um, this was the year where I was like, a I think, uh, I was a junior in high school at this point when this movie came out. And to me, this was like the first, like huge, huge movie that wasn't like Harry Potter or Pixar that people were like really like everyone was talking about like did you see this movie have you gone how many times did you go see this movie we all like talked about this back then like it is to me like the perfect idea of a pure cinematic
2: experience and just like the thrills and the joys of it i love it the word of the town was these two words puny god
0: oh my Um. god (laughs) yeah I had friends who uh I haven't spoken in years. I went to go see it like six times seven times like this is like one of the first movies where like everyone was asking, how many times have you gone and seen
2: it and this um, was like the first like big uh uh audience uh interaction that I've ever seen <laughs> at least um, for us right yeah it was, at least for it was us big, yeah. Right? because like every yeah you it was the word on the town did you see the avengers and if you did go see it you know that was what everybody said and it was like pretty much like the biggest thing since sliced bread and i think to me
0: honestly like everybody remembers like the the big money shot at the end where you have all the avengers like you know where the avengers but like i remember hearing that score by alan silvestri for the first time that mm-hmm. avengers theme is i think one of the best themes of that whole decade I mean Alan Silvestri is so I think to me underrated but great great score
2: that theme is pretty yeah. much iconic yeah um, any other one
0: what, oh, you guys any uh, Moreno you picked Lincoln I never heard you talk about this movie yeah.
3: before I mean we I don't have to it,
4: I talked about it when I saw <laughs> it because I saw it either last year or the year before and oh. I was crying the whole time <laughs> whoa <laughs> like by the end of it i was like i was mad and david was. oh rookie, no did you I not know like... how
3: it ended <laughs> 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 was it a was it a twist
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyways um yeah it just it, i think it's a great movie
0: all right so then the official uh and uh,
3: once oh, yeah. let's go let's do official um Mine was the Avengers for the official.
4: Mine too.
2: Wow. Okay. Kyle? The Avengers. Um <laughs> uh, hold on. Hold on. It's not the same. I was just writing them down so I could keep track of y'alls. Okay. Could...
0: Okay. I'm writing them down too. So, it's good that we have a record of oh. it. So,
2: what was yours? Okay. Mine is look down don't look them in oh, the no. eye look down this podcast down. was a mistake You're here <laughs> I, it, uh, yeah how about you uh Lincoln Alexis?
0: Daniel day Lewis and Lincoln Steven Spielberg's finest film of the decade uh Moreno yeah. <laughs> she, she said the Avengers so Moreno yeah, said the Avengers. Avengers Peter said the Avengers Kyle said Les Mis okay. and I said Lincoln can I just pick up on what Moreno was saying about Lincoln it's my favorite Spielberg movie beside well
3: it might uh, just be your favorite Spielberg movie. it
0: might just be um, yeah like to me this is Kyle will even say this I think because uh, we were working on this thing called The Roar um, in senior year of high school that was a thing um, and That was a thing. Yeah. It was Um, a school
2: newspaper that ran for like two weeks.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a disaster. It was was, honestly to me, one of uh, my first disasters in life. So thank yours truly for that. Um, First of many, of course.
2: And this is so fitting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You wrote, you wrote a Lincoln review and my first ever review of anything was for this movie. And I wrote a review for Skyfall. And it was 90% puns. Oh, my
4: God. (laughs) It was just the script of the movie.
2: I still have that review. I know. I've read it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Anyway, continue. Yeah, like to
0: me, no, Lincoln was a special moment for me because it came along like other films like Django, Several Linings Playbook, Life of Pi that came out that year, Avengers I said this year was like the first film I got so sucked into the world of movies. And this one to me, um, I, 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 knew that it came from a great director whose films I'd always loved. Um, and at that point, uh, 2012 being the year that Obama got real, I was a big Obama guy back in 2012, maybe not so much now. Um, but in 2012, I was like all in on his reelection and I was really, really into politics and all that crap. um, to see Daniel Day-Lewis in that movie to me was what it still remains among the best performances I've ever seen because it didn't you expect a conventional biopic and you have your standard actors and this here and that there but it's it defies those conventions focusing on a specific lens in time about one of the final things that he did Um, and more than just being important in the sense of it has an important tale to tell the performance in and of itself, um, Daniel Day-Lewis is not playing a character. He becomes the real person. That performance, to me, I think is the single best transformational performance I'd ever witnessed on screen to this day. It still blows me away. And I was so happy. And mind you, not many of my favorites have won any Oscars. It was hap- It really got me happy to see him go up there and win Best Actor as he should have for this performance but you and it made had me to love... like the film. Well, I mean Argo fuck yourself, right? Yeah. Um and that came out that year too. Uh, See, this
3: is where I completely yeah. disagree with you. I think Steven Spielberg was just the wrong person to make this film. Um Quentin Tarantino should have made this film. Um <laughs> it would have been oh, base it would have been the same film except I assume the third act would be similar to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as far oh as revision <laughs> re- re- revisionist history goes. And I much would have preferred that. So yeah. That's my two cents on the <laughs> issue. Moreno?
4: Um similarly to um what's it called? Harry Potter, but instead this is the beginning of a giant uh franchise yes um i mean yeah i think alexis pretty much said it like that scene where they all come together at the end is one of the best scenes like the whole I think. battle of in new york scenes. is yeah. still
1: one of
2: the best set pieces ever i've seen
4: uh, yeah
1: and in any
2: action movie i love it
1: mm-hmm.
2: it literally was epic you know and i like this is like this is going to go down in history as like one of the biggest releases i recall of time. A
0: filming for bnc we did a a series of favorite theatrical experiences and this is one of the ones that peter picked
3: oh yeah no no no. i loved i love because this was one of those films the rare times where it's like you have unbelievably high expectations for a film mm-hmm. and then it meets them and then exceeds them like th- this was a film where like uh I was going like, oh, no, I can tell the film's close to ending. I don't want this to end, (laughs) ever. Like, I adored this film. I saw this in a packed crowd. Everyone was into it. Um, There was a lot of kids, and they were just like, oh, my God, look at the whole... Like, it was very wholesome, (laughs) I I should say. Um, I loved every second of it. Like, it's easily one of my favorite comic book films Ever, I think it still holds up. I think it'll be viewed as a classic. Um, I just, I adore it. I, I think it, it has something. There's just something to it that I don't know have is has even been captured in in Marvel since this film. Um, just a certain magic to it. Uh, maybe it's Joss Whedon at the top of his game. I don't know. Um, but it's uh, no other film gave me the experience that year that the fucking Avengers
1: did
2: no Joss Whedon really like captured the the essence of like ensemble piece oh perfectly this one as well um yeah so oh this this is
0: uh this is a bitch isn't it Uh, um this movie was something (laughs) for you oh god lay memories memories
2: memory all alone in the moonlight oh, um lame <laughs> is. can
4: I just say it before you start this is the first musical that I was like I left
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn. I keep in mind
4: I am someone who loves musicals but me and my brother were watching it and I was like I can't and I left and he finished it you walked out of the
0: movie.
4: Well, we watched it at home, but like I left. <laughs> <laughs> you left your house.
3: The... <laughs> Twist that knife, Alexis. Twist it. Oh no. Oh wow!
0: You, did you really have to say that at the beginning? That's that's a Peter move right there.
3: <laughs> wow. No, I get her sentiment completely, though. Yeah,
2: I I think the only. I, Alexis Soda remotely likes it. I, 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 think
0: why, I, I let me be clear. I think it's great. Honestly, um, it's. I, I think, like I said to you, that singing the entire time hits like a, like a ton of bricks. And either you're gonna go with it or you're not. I don't blame Moreno oh, for I, walking out of it. I really don't.
2: But yeah. I was for it. I'm pretty sure I could sing the entire soundtrack to you, um, which is essentially the entire movie. You own the
0: whole soundtrack.
2: I own the whole soundtrack. I own the movie. I've watched it to death. I try to make a. I try to do a school uh, production on Lay which failed miserably. But nevertheless, I, you know, I went trying. You we went down and to
0: trying, you mean?
2: I went down trying, yes. And. Honestly, like this story is so good to me. Uh, I I love its trials and tribulations about this guy. He just wanted some bread, god damn it. And uh, and the way it flows. Uh, Russell Crowe's performance as Javert awesome and then you get like a little twist of burton in there with the uh, helena bono carter and sasha baron cohen and uh honestly like this movie when it uh started off with the big old Timpani drums like dun, 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 when it starts off with that like i knew i was in for something special it's kind of like when we start off with the the universal studios thing with scott pilgrim like you know what you're getting yourself into um and this movie really did that and the music I love the um uh, uh, uh Alan Bobel's uh, uh lyrics and Cameron McIntosh I love their their lyrics and I honestly that like, this dove me headfirst into loving like not only uh musicals but theatrical productions terms there's like all the Broadway shows, um, and that's where it got it started for me, and honestly, like, and also at the end of the movie, when everybody at the ABC cafe, and all the survivors from the, from the revolution, uh, they start singing along in a metaphorical heaven, I, I, I absolutely love it, my favorite line, one of my favorite movie lines comes from this, and it is, you know, to love another person is to see the face of God. And it's just, like... And then it starts off into, do you hear the people... I I, I could go on forever talking about this, but the music, the acting... Uh, damn it, Anne Hathaway deserved that Oscar. She deserved it. And she got it. I don't think you guys were
0: around, like, with Kyle back then, but... I mean, if you think Kyle can be annoying when he loves anything now, I mean... Nothing was like Miz. <laughs> like he lived, breathed, and ate Lameez. Like Les. I,
4: I preferred watching Into the Woods than Miz. I hated Into the Woods, I but did it was. Too. A...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Here's the oh. thing. Here's the thing. You can make a musical. That's fine. <laughs> Don't sing every fucking word.
4: Oh my god! I think Don't that's what it. annoyed me. Like I, I.
3: I am going I into the bathroom, it. <laughs> and it's like.
4: Speak I could take it and if then it's sing. an actual like Broadway show, but I cannot take it in a movie. It's uh, so
3: I hate it so much. What are you doing here? Just just say what are you doing here, and then <laughs> and then when you have a chance to sing, then sing. N- n- none why, of this. That's
4: why I'm kind of scared. Like for people. To do Hamilton or to turn Hamilton into a movie. Because that song is just pure singing.
2: Pure music, yeah. And
4: I don't know if it would be good in a movie. Like, just give me...
3: The the only musical I've seen pull it off so far is Cats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But (sighs) even then, Cats isn't all singing. Isn't it? No. I mean, some of the singing isn't really singing either. Um... In that sense, I f-
2: but I f- I feel like it is okay, Peter. You and I have had our discussions of Miz in the past. What is it about this movie that turns you off? Is it the whole sum through it. notion yes. of it? Yes. Is-, is that it? Um. Okay. Nothing deeper. It's it's because re- I I have
3: to get into a film. Like, it's I have hard to, to get past to that these characters. It's impossible how do i connect with people that are just going like i am sad i'm so very sad (laughs) like i don't i don't uh, especially when they already have accents i can hardly understand what they're saying and it doesn't help that they're going like this every time they talk like it's it's, uh, Uh and then they're bringing into song like for the life of me i think i saw it like i had to restart it like three times (laughs) like What's going on with Anne Hathaway? Like, I don't know.
0: Like, okay, but it wasn't <sighs> hard to follow. Yes, it was. It. I, was. I, I, I was like, you know, Who are no, you? It, this was Why not hard is this to follow. And I, I think the songs uh, are actually no. pretty great overall.
3: I, okay. when, when they're just songs, yeah. Like, you can pull a power, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, these are the songs, right? And then the rest just speak like a normal human being so that I can connect to you I uh, 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 yeah
4: and again Grease is my favorite movie I love musicals but I can't put this one
0: I mean I I get it and I I, I think that's a valid excuse I will say though I think this is unfairly trashed for other reasons not that you just mentioned other
3: reasons when was this play written
2: in the 80s
3: in the 80s uh-huh. Like 1980s?
2: In the, the 80s, play it was yes. based off like Victor Hugo, wasn't it? Yeah, it's based off the book. It's when based was the off of Victor written? Hugo's book. That was in the 1800s. Okay. Cuz like um, 1800s.
3: This is another thing that's kind of hard to connect with. Like a lot of old literature. Um this is going to sound weird, but they're like very quick to suicide like like i remember reading a lot of like shakespeare and it's like oh i'm feeling kind of sad i shall kill my myself like they're like very dramatic like that's basically what romeo and juliet was yeah Mm -hmm. uh and and there's kind of a lot of that in les mis too i always prefer
0: julius caesar
3: yeah, Julius Caesar was good, but like I think even in Julius Caesar it was it's like my poor husband, I shall eat hot coals, or I can't remember which one it was, but it was it's it's just stuff like that. It, but,
0: it, it's part of the times, man. I mean, yeah, yeah
3: but I, I feel a bit of that with Les Mis, where people just kind of jump to extremes. Yeah,
0: yeah but I mean, it's like I if... understand that that's that, that's part of the original DNA of it, so I don't hold yeah. it against it. I feel but,
3: I understand, but just. That, on top of everything else, just makes it harder for me to connect to it. Uh, it, It's just, it's like little tiny stacks on top that create a wall between me and the movie. But I think, I'll tell
0: you, I think what will make you hate this more than anything else is just picturing all the times, and I can, because I was there and you guys weren't, that Kyle would just sing the songs on an hourly basis every single day of school. And not just to me, but often to crowds of people who would just come and listen to it for whatever reason. Like, honestly, Kyle almost formed a cult in high school because of his love (laughs) and their love for Les Mis. He had a cult following him around. I'll just say that. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) What happened to school bullies, like, where they would beat you up and take your lunch money?
2: Because I think the school bullies were afraid of me.
3: (laughs) You would sing them?
1: (laughs) sick them the... to death.
0: <laughs> Touch me, uh, Moreno. Along. Any other movies from this year that, that were noteworthy to you?
4: Um, uh, I got some. Uh, so we already Moonrise mentioned what happened? Moonrise Kingdom.
0: I never saw it, but I know Tony swore by that movie. Like he uh, loved it. It's a it. good movie. Yeah.
4: Paranorman. Uh,
0: Life of Pi by Ang Lee. Mm-hmm. Was really good. Uh, oh yeah, I really I yeah. really like that one.
4: Oh, I know. Project X. <laughs> oh
3: god. That was a, that was a fucking fake thing in time. People were like, oh yeah, yeah. sick bro, they're partying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That
4: song though. <laughs> that
0: Project X probably fucked the whole generation. Um record created a lot of yeah. <laughs> the record Wreck It uh, Ralph was great.
3: Ralph. Oh, I love
0: Wreck It Ralph. That's, Looper yeah. by Ryan Johnson. <gasps> yes,
3: Looper. That's the shit. Right. I there.
0: personally really love uh, Silver Linings Playbook by David O. Russell with Bradley Cooper, and Jennifer Lawrence. Um, yeah, other movies like Twenty One Jump Street, Hunger Games came out. Yeah,
4: Paranorman.
0: Oh, I. Uh, Paranorman, uh-huh.
3: yeah.
4: And another one that I thought was really cool was The Woman in Black.
3: The Woman in Black.
4: The one with Daniel, Daniel
3: Radcliffe. Oh, I always fall asleep in that
4: <gasps> one. <gasps>
3: and I of course,
1: Argo. Movie. Argo came out. Oh yeah, Argo.
2: Argo, fuck yourself. Argo, fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Um. Yeah, not a bad yeared film, actually. So 2013, Peter,
0: what's the year in 2013?
3: Take us back to the year 2013. Okay, let's see what happened in 2013. President Obama was inaugurated for a second term. A partial shutdown of the United States government took place for the first time in 17 years. Uh, The National Security Agency began to collect the telephone records of millions of Verizon customers. Come on, give me one that's not depressing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, Paris revoked its 200-year-old law that banned women from wearing slacks in the French capital. Bill Gates Gates admitted that the Control-Alt-Delete command was a mistake. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. 23 ain't doing it for me, but yeah, that's... 2013
4: 2013.
3: was the year we graduated? The year you guys graduated. Three of us
0: graduated high school, and another thing, it was the year that began the Barely News Crew that we did here, before Red Spotlight. Kyle created the Barely News Crew back in 2013.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No one's impressed. (laughs) I created the damn thing, and I'm not impressed. (laughs) i'm not saying it's a big thing
0: i'm just saying it was a big thing for us because we wouldn't have gone down the road where we we wouldn't even be friends honestly right now if it wasn't for that i would never have met peter or talked with him and neither would you two have if it weren't for that or julio would have been uh, such a big part of our lives like it really was the beginning of where we are right now so
2: sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes um peter it's it's a it's a bad thing deal with it bitch (laughs) (laughs) snowflake so honorable mentions
4: um mm, yeah saving mr banks
2: okay uh alexis uh snowpiercer bong
1: junho snow
2: okay snowpiercer (laughs) (laughs) oh um mine is the great gatsby (laughs) (laughs) oh My little French croissant. <laughs> okay. Um Moreno. Your honorable mention. Saving Mr. Banks. Miss Disney here. Disgusting his history re- revisionism. Why honorable mention? And I'm really interested now to see what your uh what your
4: You really don't know? <laughs> okay. Um yeah, I mean, I love this movie. I watched this movie. I don't remember if it was two or three times at the movies because I like wanted everybody that I knew to go watch it. <laughs> I just realized
0: what it is.
4: Oh my
1: god! Yes, <laughs>
3: I have a feeling I'm gonna be angry when I find out.
4: Um, but I mean, I just I love this movie. It's Mary Poppins. It's Disney. It's- shows Disneyland in whatever year it was. I love it.
2: Okay. Alright. I see where it's going.
3: <laughs> I want to remain surprised.
0: Um, Alright. Uh, Alexis?
2: Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer
0: was my first introduction or my introduction to Bong Joon-ho. It was the first Chris Evans movies movie that I saw outside of the MCU. Um... Still might be his best performance um, in this movie. You didn't
4: watch Fantastic Four? (sighs) (laughs) That's right.
1: No. Or Um,
4: not another teenage movie, dude. John Hurt
0: is in this movie as well as well as Tilda Swinton, Ed Harris, or and so many others. Uh, Octavia Spencer is also in this movie as well, Uh, and it is by a South Korean filmmaker. to me, this is like one of the most memorable films of the whole decade. And if you saw Parasite, and if you love that, or Okja on Netflix, go back and watch this one. To me, uh, as a theme is in many of his movies, a lot of warnings, a lot of themes. But like it's just so impressive to see this movie just weave all of them so effortlessly to something that is so just cinematic from the production design to all of it to me it it it, it you kind of have your jaw on the floor you I mean you draw drops to the floor because of just how good it is and the performances that it gets out of the actors uh it's honestly i can't think of anything bad to say about this movie um and it i a great I, film it is
3: it's a blockbuster un- very unlike the kind that you get here in the States.
0: I don't even see it as a blockbuster, but I guess it could be, huh?
3: It It, it is. Yeah. Shit ton of action, high-speed uh, train, uh, sci-fi dystopian
0: shit. Well, real quick. We had a great decade, and we'll see it in in these episodes. We had a great decade for science fiction movies, and this one... I think is like the cream of the crop when it comes to that. I, it's really good.
3: I completely agree. I think it's fantastic. I I really really love Snowpiercer. And I'm come on, Bong Joon Ho.
0: And again, plug for To the Table. Go back and listen to those episodes.
3: Yes, go back and watch it. Uh, I like your honorable mention, Kyle, because I actually um, really adore the the 2013 Great Gatsby film. Like I really like really? it. Really? Uh, yeah. Right. Huh. It's kind of weird. Even I admit, for me, it's kind of a weird. But for some reason, I really love it.
4: I put off watching this movie for a long time. I think I barely saw it for the first time last year. Uh, I thought it was okay. I feel like um everybody hyped it up a lot.
3: <sighs> Don't pull it, <a> Kyle. <laughs> you guys, hi-
0: you guys hyped it up for me too much. Now I can't watch it.
4: I watched it though. And yeah,
1: that's that's true. Like, okay. To be
0: fair, I think it's not just a Kyle thing. I mean, Moreno's done that. Nettie famously despises Inside Out because it was hyped up too much.
2: <sighs> you goddamn millennials! But yeah, when I was uh, when I went to your house, uh, Peter, and I was like looking through your Blu-ray collection, and I found that movie. I was like, really. Like, he cares for the movie that much to <laughs> buy it? I was, like, shocked, because, you know, I was like, okay, I guess you like it, because um, I I think you're not the biggest Baz Luhrmann fan, and you don't necessarily like the bulk of his work. <laughs> um fucking that
0: L'Anne Rouge. <laughs> that Romeo and Juliet thing was...
2: Oh, I especially loved Romeo and Juliet. Oh, no. Um but this they put that uh, on in so, english
0: class and everybody just like unanimously dismissed it. I mean more than any other movie that I ever saw with the class, right?
2: I was enamored. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. <laughs> but uh yeah, I was completely shocked about Uh, You putting on the grass, great Gatsby. First of all, to me, it represents the roaring 20s perfectly in that era of history, the glitz and glamour, using hip hop as like the kind of like glitz and glamour uh, uh, backbeat of the film. I think it's just a perfect touch. Um, also a uh, perfect acting from uh, Joel Edgerton, uh Carey Mulligan, uh uh Topher Grace, uh, not Topher Grace, Toby Maguire, <laughs> sorry. I was thinking of Spider-Man 3 cuz I watched that uh not too long ago. Damn. Um and uh also Leo DiCaprio, you can't go wrong with the man. Um also I think that this is the per- I think that this is the better retelling of the film other than the um over the Robert Redford film
3: yeah no th- this is my favorite version of that story um th- it's one of the few to me anyway I feel like um Baz Lerman's over he usually kind of fucking overdoes it with his films but uh-huh. his him overdoing it I actually think suits the story and it better like um because like a wild party in the 20s probably won't mean much like it's really hard to encapsulate what that means to someone in like the the 2000s right it's like showing yeah. them a scary movie from the 20s and you're like it's nice but i'm not scared of it right so mm. you there, you sort of have to do an update to it to just sort of ha- make the audience feel what it felt during that time and, and just that excess um yeah so him overdoing it actually fits with that and the fact that he brought in sort of modern day music and rap to go along with it i actually think it worked really really well and i know it was controversial but i like it i think it's like if you're gonna keep remaking the same fucking stories like do something interesting with it
2: yeah and also like because where we are culturally i mean we've heard of some bang up parties you know that like project X. (laughs) The horror stories of like there was a big
0: coronavirus party over the weekend (laughs)
1: uh, okay
2: um but like you go back historically i mean you hear horror stories coming out of the playboy mansion i mean there's just like different versions of like parties that you hear of you know being horrific and so you have to kind of go a little bit overly bombastic with the great gatsby and that's what it uh, that's what it represents you know the great gatsby the over excess and the and the uh downfall of man's hubris and i love that i love that And it perfectly is captured here with all the characters tensions are high when they're in that hot room um going at it with each other i think that that is a perfect uh, uh simile to that situation um and the way that it tells that story is just great um and again, completely was surprised that you liked it because I really liked the movie too, but I thought that movie was like out of your wheelhouse. But uh no,
3: it turns out you really uh, theoretically it. it should be, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I I did. I ended up really liking it, and I I really like the original story and book too. So I I think that goes a long way. Um. Okay. Official official lists.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. Mine is Saving Mr. Banks. Kyle.
2: Bleh. Prepare to throw up again, Peter, because my official uh, film of 2013 is Saving Mr. Banks as well. Moreno. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, go on. We'll act surprised.
4: Monsters University. Uh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: no, you people disgust me. Okay. Well, mine was The Conjuring. Oh, yes!
0: That yes. was going to be
4: my honorable mention, but then I saw that Saving Mr. Banks' came off
3: my <laughs> <finger. laughs> Talk about okay. the fucking Banks and Saving Him.
0: We,
2: we love Disney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, from the pure film perspective, I still find Emma Thompson's performance as P.L. Travers to be one of the most hilarious... And captivating. I really do. And I think, you know, we all went into, at least I did, with the perception that this is going to be like a Walt Disney-ish kind of movie. Although he's really just a supporting character. Um, And it's more Mm -hmm. about P.L. Travers. And putting the whole Disney revisionist bullshit, as they usually do, aside, I think it is a really well-made movie. About this wonderful story of mary poppins which it is based on uh something that most people didn't know until this movie came out uh about p.l travers and where Mm -hmm. you know mary poppins came from and i think also reinforces uh the importance of mary poppins in general um but yeah i think it's still my favorite emma thompson performance um and it's i love thomas newman in any movie especially in this the performances i think i, I don't know to me it's just it's 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 wholesome i guess you could say yeah i really do no i this. think
4: it's just like it i mean this movie just like kind of means a lot to me too yeah um the year that this movie came out was the first year i got hired to work at the disney store um so i was working when i watched it um and I mean, yeah, I also got in a car accident right after watching it.
3: <laughs> well, shit.
4: Uh, but yeah. Don't I you just... think
3: God was kind of sending you a message?
4: No, because it was after.
3: Oh, well, yeah. It's yeah, like, he
4: wanted me to die happy. Commit
3: sin, get punished. That's what
2: i <laughs> How dare you?
3: You know why? <laughs> oh, okay. There's something you're not telling us. I bet you at that point you're like, okay, Disney is my new God and then you pledged yourself.
2: You, you made a, a, a. I mean, blood If that was something
0: that happened, it would have been way before
2: 2013. I mean, come on. Uh, that's probably true. You're... Moreno signed her name in the Mouse's book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's thou
3: like to live deliciously? <laughs> Kyle got we'll it. Get to, that's we'll
2: all get I care. to that. Peter, we'll get to that movie later. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was the first year Kyle and I began talking about movies and reviewing movies on some outlet and and I think that was like our favorite experience um in a movie theater that year. And it may have to do because it's Disney, but I don't know. I remember ta- I remember um what's his name? Um Matt from Peter and I follow this they're formerly known the as Radar Technician? No. They're a uh group of people that we that Peter and I follow on YouTube formerly known as What the Flick? but now oh, breakfast yeah, yeah. all day and Matt from that group even said that this should have been a best picture contender. I, I think it's a wonderful movie all in its own right, even though, you know, the ending is the ending, but you know, that is kind of the point of storytellers like whipping it in the end and like, okay, let's change this here and that there. So
2: we need a satisfying third act. It, it also helps that, uh, my favorite Disney movie of all time is Mary Poppins. Um, and seeing the way that this, like, is interwoven with some other stuff and baggage, uh, if you could believe that, I think it's just, uh, it, it's it, it's a more emotionally driven uh, film in that regard. Uh, yes, Tom Hanks does a terrific job playing the salesman and the actual kind of Walt Disney figure that a lot of people know uh him to be but also all eyes on Emma Thompson. I think she delivers a tremendous performance when it comes to what she is. I mean yeah she does play the crotchety, you know, like, oh I say, you know, that should not be done. And I remember one of the things that pissed Kyle
0: off uh and why he hated Meryl Streep for years is because because this film had an Oscar campaign. Remember how they this Mm -hmm. thing happens? Yeah. And Meryl Streep introduced Emma Thompson in this like venue where she was like, this is like to be Emma Thompson's moment to shine. And in her speech speech, sorry, she criticized Walt Disney and I think called him a sexist or whatever. And that became the story for Emma Thompson's Oscar campaign, which was destroyed at that point. Um, and one of the running jokes earlier on is that you know, Meryl Streep successfully sabotaged Emma Thompson's um, Oscar campaign for Best Actress um, nomination, though. I think somebody else won would have won either way if it had been, but
1: mm-hmm.
4: still. Oh, yeah. was that the year that Jennifer
1: Lawrence
0: won? Uh, No. Or was it the that 12 was, Years a Slave? It was, no, that was, that was, it was that year, but it was for support i don't even know i don't know i think it was probably uh lupita but that was for supporting actress i don't remember who Mm -hmm. won best actress overall um but yeah conjuring is james wan directed it right just to
3: yes he did
0: love that director i love his horror movies and I, i credit like insidious and conjuring for like and even Peter really to uh, for introducing these films because like the, I never liked horror movies until mm-hmm. we started talking about them, and these films were were the ones that
2: got me really like interested. yeah wasn't this
3: the first one that you really watched
2: yeah one? I think the
1: so
0: Conjuring? the Conjuring yeah uh-huh.
2: um, yeah Kate Blanchett won oh, for Blue Jasmine for her Blue yeah. Jasmine um to
3: me the Conjuring is like it's it's that, like, it's like a horror blockbuster, so to speak. Like, it, it's that perfect mix of finely executed horror with fun popcorn jump scares. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it really is the type of horror that I live for. It's so much um, fun. It's so much fun.
2: Also, uh, Patrick Wilson and uh, Vera Famiga is uh, oh, they're really good in this. They're great. They're really, really great. Um,
3: they have a lot of chemistry. They, they bring a lot of heart to the horror, so to speak. Um, <laughs> it kicked off the, the Conjuring universe, so to speak. Yeah, um, which is hey, it's it's outlived the Dark Universe, so that should tell <laughs> you something. Um, <laughs> no like this film it's it's really to me it's i already consider it a horror classic yeah i really really love it um yeah so it was an easy pick for me
4: i i love these movies. like before insidious the most i could take was the sixth sense
0: (laughs) oh (laughs) i hear a lot of Um, things about that one
4: um so when i finally like Watch these. I mean, force. First of all, I was forced to watch these. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I ended up really liking like *Insidious* and then the *Conjuring* movies and stuff.
0: *Some Monsters, University*. I mean, again, go listen to the Pixar uh, ranked show on Fantasy Fair for this more. This is like the
4: third like podcast that we talked about it in a row.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll stop nominating it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
4: mean, yeah, I, I. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it's the movie that I've watched the most on Disney Plus. I watch it like every day.
0: <laughs> I know Peter said um, that you know he's seen so many better college movies, but um, in my experience, um, as far as the college films that I have seen, none of them featured any kind of heart or likable characters. Um, and most of them were just heavy on humor, and that was it. Like, there's actual story going on here with its characters, and I appreciate that. Um, and having seen it recently, I forget how entertaining that movie is, at least to me. Although some people uh, swear it's complete trash, but there's that. Ooh. Uh, Moreno, you have any other movies from the year that you want to talk uh... about?
4: Let's see. The There's Wolf actually of Wall quite a few. Street. Yeah, there is. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street came out that year. <gasps> That's
3: right. <laughs>
4: um, this is the end.
3: I actually really like that one. <laughs> I think um, that was a really good one.
4: Prisoners. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Frozen came out that year. Uh huh. We all remember that. <laughs> oh yeah. World War Z. I really like that movie.
3: Oh really? You like yeah. World War Z? I enjoyed it. Yeah.
4: Um, Anchorman 2.
3: Wait, have you... Okay, if you like World War Z, have you ever seen Train to Busan? Yeah. Do you like it?
4: Yeah, it's, it's very good.
3: <gasps> that was good, yeah. yeah. I like that one.
4: Um, what else? Evil Dead came out that year.
3: <gasps> the remake, that's right. Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah,
1: was there, was I've was got there?
0: more right here. Uh, American okay. Hustle, which apparently I love and only me. Um, yeah. The Hunger Games Catching Fire. The best right. Hunger Games film? I really
2: like American Hustle. Oh, you did?
0: Oh, okay. Oh, Dallas uh-huh.
4: Buyers Club.
0: Catching, yeah. Catching Dallas Fire Club. was my favorite Hunger Games movie. Dallas Buyers Club came out that year. Tw- 12 Years a Slave. I can't talk anymore. 12 <laughs> Years a <laughs> Slav. Slav.
1: 12 <laughs> Years
0: a Slave. Her. Captain Phillips. Uh, Gravity. So many of these. And then I know one. Oh, The Heat. Uh, Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy so many of these um even some that are not as well remembered like the lone ranger um and that movie definitely happened iron man
3: 3 which i really like the best iron man film um
0: man of steel
3: the best iron man film
0: (laughs) fruitvale station
3: yeah. Oh, that one's really good, yeah.
0: Yeah, and for Kyle, Metallica Through the Never, because he made me watch that, and oh my god, never again.
3: He made me watch that too, and never ever again. No. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that.
0: You mean, thank you, Kyle. No, fuck off. Never again. I-, I would rather watch Scott Pilgrim for the rest of my life than watch Metallica Through the Never. Metallica Through the Never was painful. Is it? Uh, okay. Without the music, it's not a movie. There's no narrative to it. It's just a concert film with like a couple of like shits and giggles going off on the side that mean nothing. It's just a music video.
3: I've never understood the need to watch someone play music. The whole point is to hear it. I don't. I don't know. So you don't get concerts at all? I don't get concerts. Okay. I'm very weird. I'm sorry. Uh. Uh, Yes. The year twenty fourteen. It's a wild and magical place. <laughs> actress Angelina Jolie marries actor and film producer Brad Pitt. Shirley Temple, Hollywood's number one box office draw as a child actress uh, during the 1930s, passes away. Um, fuck, let's look at other things that aren't sad. Oh, 12 years, of, wait, what year is this? <laughs> Yeah, Twelve Years a Slave won at the Academy Award because it, it's a year later. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars was the best-selling book. Okay. The fast food chain Quiznos files for bankruptcy. Um, yeah, that that was 2014. Fuck it. Um, 2014
4: yeah. was a hard one.
0: Yes, it really was.
3: I mean, I uh, I think the number one is pretty easy, but and I think at least. One, if not multiple. No one
0: people. cares what you think, Peter. All right, honorable mentions.
2: That's a bit rude. <laughs> okay. You're going down uh, on the list. Moreno, you start?
4: Uh, Winter Soldier.
2: Soldier Boy. Oh, gross. Okay. Uh, Alexis. Winter Soldier. What the uh-huh. fuck? Okay. Yeah.
4: Wow. Wow.
2: What the fuck? Okay, wow. Okay, I have no idea where your list is going. I go know then.
3: exactly where his list is going.
2: Okay. Yeah. My honorable. Okay, my number, my uh, my honorable mention is Birdman.
1: Ha. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which I, apparently that movie has soured amongst uh, our crowd. No, here. of course it hasn't. Birdman is amazing what are you talking about is
0: soured? I mean, I know someone is going to praise it more coming in the next few minutes, but um, to me, my it's, I think among that and Revenant, a much better uh, film from Inaritu, but it is still to me, one of a kind, um, this film. And it moves so fast. And yet I remember sequences in that film that just blew me away and, and how it was constructed um, and you know I really do feel like while I think Eddie Redmayne gave a great performance in Theory of Everything that year and I cheered the fact that he won Best Actor I feel so bad for uh, Michael Keaton because this really was the role for him to win Best Actor mm-hmm and it wasn't meant to be. Which sucks. Um, I'll say, I guess, Winter Soldier. I mean, I've gone on about this movie several times. It's my favorite yeah. MCU movie. Um, it would be number one if it weren't for another movie that came out this year. And there's actually another, even another Marvel movie this year that I would have put on here. But, um, no. Uh, perfect movie for me. Love it. And Moreno, why Winter Soldier?
4: Um. Oh, I remember having a lot of fun watching this movie. Um. I think. Yeah. I mean. Ah oh, shit. What?
2: Okay, I looked at the 2014 movie list. Okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, guys, enough, there's an
0: element of surprise to be had yeah, in
2: this. Not,
3: uh, you guys need to. Uh, yeah. Calm stop, the fuck down. Stop cheating.
4: Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um i mean i just think it's a great movie i love this one
0: um yeah yep that's all you got to say it's great and no other word matters on this
2: i'll have to say that i like how the winter soldier did something completely different with because we 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 seem to be getting like the same kind of films (laughs) uh in the past uh, mcu films well that's Uh, truer uh, now uh, than it ever has been but remember, Until then, remember then. But this. this was, like, the first time it, like, completely did something different. I mean, it was a political thriller from the 70s, you know, type of movie. And it kind of helps that Robert Redford was in it, too.
4: I also think that, um, not that I don't like the first Captain America, but, um, I don't know. it. It, it, it It's, like, not my favorite. And so, coming into this one, I was like, oh, okay. And... Uh, coming out of it, I was just like, "Wow, this is like really good." <laughs>
0: this is the movie that made Captain America a rock star. I feel, and in so many ways, this was this and Guardians of the Galaxy was uh, were the two films that got me and Kyle like, okay, we're gonna go full steam ahead with just doing movies and movies and movies and like going with it. I remember yeah. Kyle and I walked into this movie, and we had seen Iron Man three and Thor: The Dark World, and they weren't very you know great but they were fun enough mm. but this movie kind of like set the bar really high
2: yeah like we came in thinking oh we're good it's just just another superhero movie um but we came out we we're like what the fuck did we watch you know and i and i could completely see that you know it it, it is a really good film it is a really good film um yours was what yeah uh
0: birdman i'm talk about Birdman. okay Mine so why is birdman, birdman? your number two
2: uh, in my number two. Your honorable mention. Oh, you mean my uh honorable yeah. mention? Um, I, I, I really love the choices that it makes, and I really like how like seamless the transition between the camera work is. I like uh, I no, I don't like. I adore Michael Keaton's performance in this. I think he was robbed. I mean, it was really justified when it, this one best picture, but I think that this movie really. Really, like I love the way that it speaks about like art, and I like how the fact that you know so like it can be very superficial at times in what the what the artist is going for, and it does show like you know the kind of um pretentiousness that art can be sometimes while also presenting itself very pre- pretentiously. Um, it's a perfect mishmash of different things. Um, Emma Stone is awesome in this. I mean, there's, there's just so many different performances. Uh, the story it tells with this uh, washed-up actor from a blockbuster um, coming into his own as an artist. Um, it, it's just a really phenomenally genuine film. And when uh, we find out that uh, uh, when it leaves it kind of open-ended and you're kind of left guessing of what happened at the end does he fly uh what happens at the end with uh when emma stone looks out of the window but honestly this is a this is a terrific film that i remember and i was so happy i was so happy that it won best picture and i was over the moon about it (laughs) and well yeah um so yeah birdman birdman really love it let's get to our mains peeps um Alexis Soto, you go Boyhood. first. Okay.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Alexis Moreno, what is your main?
4: Um Whiplash.
2: Wow. Bold move. Okay. Bold move Moreno, bold move. Okay. Peter Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. All right. All right. Um you know Mine is what we do in the shadows.
3: I'm alone here.
2: Are you serious?
3: Oh my gosh!
2: I thought you were gonna go with this Kyle. one. You're the best. <laughs> you
0: simply are the best. What is what is Moreno? What did you say? Of, um, that joke from Cars 2. That's right, Mater. You are the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Kyle. You're the bomb. Love it. Why?
2: Because uh, cause I left What we Peter do in the alone. shadows.
0: Why is it your number one?
2: Oh, my God. If there was anything to compete with my favorite comedy of all time, which is Monty Python's Life of Brian, this is it. Like, holy shit. Balls to the wall. Laughs from front to back. It's just, I love the dynamic between <sighs> a Taika Waititi and uh uh jermaine clement and i forget what the what uh uh what his name what deacon's name is um but the chemistry between everyone is down to earth funny i could quote the lines like bat fights and just like different things throughout the entire movie that just like it's hilarious i love the fact i love spoilers for those who haven't seen the movie when they accidentally kill Peter, um, the vampire, and uh, they start like taking with the cop, Pita When the when the cops start to come, and he's like, "Oh, the you know the cops come and you know so," and you know they could bring in the Christians, which is the last thing we want. I mean, just like quick delivery and punchy dialogue is what's the name of the game in this that make me laugh so much. He keeps on talking about this uh this beast and like hyping it up so much and then the results of who the beast is is just hilarious um uh we're werewolves not swearwolves. i mean there's like so many things that make me laugh and i'm like uh, i'm in tears from laughing so much with this movie i i love it, it the whole kind of like mockumentary uh about this movie is brilliant as well when it starts up with uh with uh taika waititi rising from the grave uh uh coffin excellent excellent way to start and uh and show like it's kind of goofy the way it's filmed too uh there's so many things with what we do in the shadows that i find exceptionally great um and honestly, it's a, a, you know, a, you're left howling, screeching, and then you have Peter <laughs> and it's a, it's a gorgeous film. Uh, this got me invested in Taika Waititi. Um, and honestly, uh, yeah. What do we do in the shadows. How, how'd you come across this film?
0: It is an exceptional pick, Kyle, I have to say. That was a genuine surprise, and I think it is a great pick for the the best movie of a year filled with, I think, great movies that we've discussed so I thought Kyle and Peter's pick were going to be flopped. Oh, they were going to be flipped, you mean? Yeah. So that Peter would pick what we do in the shadows, and Kyle would have picked Guardians. I would have picked that, but that's not what happened at
2: all. I thought... I thought we were going to pick the same, Peter. What happened? That's what Peter thought.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. What happened? Well, at first, you know, how did you come across this film?
0: To the Table. Go listen to the, To the Table. Classic episodes. Moreno. So Whiplash. I didn't know you loved this movie that much. Whiplash. I just want to
3: prove how much joy I bring to your people's lives. That's all I want.
0: But You tear us down and then you give us joy. Go ahead. Yes. I met a
2: demon, Moreno. I met a demon, and this movie uh, shone through with the with the bowels of hell. Go ahead, Moreno. <laughs>
4: um, I mean, this movie is great. It gives me so much anxiety, but like in a good way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which I love. So like, I don't know. It's just like an exciting movie, and um, the ending. I think I I love the ending by the time i finished the movie i like looked today David, because david's the one that made me watch it and i was just like what <laughs>
0: signature performance by jk simmons if there ever mm-hmm. was one uh yeah da- damien uh damien chazelle is.
4: yeah
2: a great director i would i would say the same but it's just not my tempo <sighs> you know what never mind i think it's terrible
0: yeah so, fuck
3: them film yeah <laughs> You, you, you know, Kyle, you know the way you always say, like, well, you just saw the film too much, so you just can't stand it anymore? Well, I hear too many puns. When I hear too many puns from a certain film, then I just can't stand it anymore.
0: Like Knives Out?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the way it works for me.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
3: <laughs> um, Whiplash is awesome. It's, it's that age-old question of um, how much is too much? <laughs> uh, pretty much uh, <laughs> uh, uh, is it because it is an interesting question like what what is worth it mm-hmm. um you know the, the the I think the best part of the film for all the yelling and not my my tempo and all that shit um is when they're just dis- having the discussion about yeah me, like I you know I really tried And then he's like, well, don't you think you've discouraged people? When he's like, well, the next great person wouldn't be discouraged. And like that interesting discussion of you know.
4: Mm -hmm. I also, uh, um, not that I love, but I think it's so interesting, like how, um, what's his face? He's like such an asshole to like everybody. Because he wants to do, no, 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 um, the, the student. Miles Teller. Yeah, um, that's just him that he's such an asshole to everybody because he just like wants to do this one thing
1: yeah
0: yeah
3: and and just how so how uppity basically he is Mm -hmm. about how like oh i'm 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 trying to be great Mm -hmm. and it's like is it worth it to be quote-unquote great yeah like really (laughs) um yeah like whenever i think about that i always think of uh michael jackson um, other shit with him aside, I remember people would say like, um, his dad, like, oh, you know, he might have beat his kids, but look mm-hmm. at where they are, you know, and it's like, like out hear people like say that, like, what? He turned him into stars, and it's like, yeah,
4: but, th- but look, look at what out. happened to
3: him. <laughs> yeah, like, th- sure, he made all that money and he became famous, and da 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 da. But I don't think he had a happy life, so to speak. So it is that question of is greatness worth it? You know, and mm-hmm. especially at all means. I don't know. Um, we had this
0: discussion, I think, Peter, when it came to The Shining and how uh, Shelley Duvall was abused to, yeah. to get a supposedly great performance out of her during The Shining.
3: Yeah, and it's like. Uh... For that, I definitely lean more on no. Abuse (laughs) isn't okay
0: any time. Abuse is never okay.
3: Yeah. Um, But yeah, the way the film tackled it, I thought was really interesting. Um, What did you pick, Alexis?
0: So, um, uh, boyhood, right?
3: Oh. Yeah.
0: So, to me... Boyhood is one of my, you know, all-time favorite movies. And I've discussed this I don't know how many times on a number of different platforms, going back to the videos or any of the podcasts. 2014 uh, was not a good year for me personally, and I felt just so just mentally down, um, just depressing and sad and for a number of reasons. But uh, this is one of those films that just comes around at the right time. And I think even to this day, no other movie has had that immediate level of impact where uh, I always say this to everyone. I mentioned this movie, uh, the movie ended, and I was just like literally sitting in silence for two hours immediately after the movie. Just thinking about many of the instances in my life that were uh, just presented to me on there. In that aspect, you know, so as far as like the emotional uh, reaction that it got out of me, it's just a no brainer for um, this being my favorite of the year.
3: Uh, Do I even have to talk about my pick? Uh, I'm severely disappointed that no (laughs) one else picked this film. I almost didn't even pick it.
0: There are better movies, uh, Peter, as you say. And we all pick better movies from for us anyway. So, okay. do you have to go to the bathroom okay. or something? You keep making that noise. Oh, okay,
3: Peter. It's me trying to show yeah. restraint.
2: Rest- oh, Peter, not working. Peter, listen, listen to me. Listen to me very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nobody closely. cares, Kyle. I, go ahead, Peter. I I would put I would have put it, but there's all there's another movie. In the in the Guardians Pantheon. There's that, literally uh,
3: one other film, Kyle. Don't why the fuck are you saying Pantheon? We know it's <laughs> Guardian of the Galaxy's
2: Volume Two.
3: Well, shut the fuck up. Okay.
2: <laughs> I I was trying to I was trying to reach out, but no. that's what happened. You slapped Captain my hand. Obvious. Yes I did.
3: <sighs> Seriously. Um okay, I guess I'm alone on this. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um I love this film. I love it very much. I did I assume at least I assumed everyone else in this group felt similarly, but it it appears not so um Yeah, this is a film I remember when they announced this film and I ha it easily it was the most excited I'd ever been for a marvel film and it was because it was so goddamn different. i did not know a single thing about the guardians of the galaxy and that made me so excited and it was a space adventure film which at that point at this point star wars was not back so i like personally i was itching for some fucking space opera anything at that point especially in film um so guardians of the galaxy was really a big big deal and then when the trailer hit and it's just such a weird out there tone like holy fuck did it speak to me and again it's one of those things where it's like you're really excited and you watch it and it meets your and it meets and then exceeds your expectations and you just fall in love with it um i i don't think there's much i have to say about this film it's i love it i love it it. no i
0: think it's it's uh an instant classic to me it, it was almost like a game changer in a way, at least it felt that way when it first came out. Um, I remember trying to get Nettie to watch it, but then she never listens to me anyway, so it was a fail. so that really got me butt hurt. She um, listens
3: to no one
0: no, she really doesn't, um which you know she's her own person, but that was like i don't want to watch that movie. okay, fine, whatever it's not over that um but it goes was without say. This movie is a classic. Uh, maybe even more so than the Avengers. Like this, this just changed everything. And James Gunn, uh, so happy we get to have him back to finish off his trilogy for Guardians Three.
3: And I think by the time he finishes, it will be a decade close, close to a decade.
0: Oh, I mean, we would have. That's coronavirus might push that back even more. It will push that back even more. It looks like. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was twenty twenty two know they come out.
3: I mean, they would have to get on prediction pretty quick now, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah. And Uh, then there's
3: going to be other Disney movies that are being pushed right now. Every
2: movie is being pushed. Every movie is
3: being pushed right now.
2: And plus, James Gunn still needs to release uh, Suicide Squad. He said he's editing
0: from home, Suicide Squad, right now.
3: That's awesome. He's yeah. got a he's got a quarantine project to work on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a huge one at that. Uh any other movies from this year that you want to mention? Miss Moreno.
4: Um Grand Buda- Budapest Hotel. Mhm. Uh Gone Girl?
0: I love Gone Girl.
4: I'm surprised mm- nobody wait, wait, said wait. that one.
0: That was this year? Oh yeah, yeah. Gone Girl.
4: Um Nightcrawler?
0: Oh yes. Hall uh, is creepy in that. There's a grip. lot of movies this year. Yes. Um,
4: which one? Fury came out that year. Uh.
0: Your favorite, Maleficent.
4: Ugh. Uh, Paddington. I don't know if you guys like that movie. David loves that movie.
3: It's a really nice movie.
4: Yeah. Lego
1: Movie.
4: Oh, the Lego Movie.
3: Was that 2013 or 14? Lego movie. Yeah, came you out? know what it was. It was. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Um, the interview came out that year, and Chef.
0: Oh yes, I love that. Yes. Movie.
4: Yeah,
0: those are. Uh, remember X Men: Days oh, of Future
4: Past. Uh, the Babadook.
2: I love the Babadook. No, really you mean good. okay, you mean gay icon, <sighs> gay
0: Baba I- Duke. legendary gay icon. <laughs> no love for Days of Future Past. Yeah, that's a great
3: one. Oh,
4: and then David loves uh, "The Edge of Tomorrow."
0: Yes, really, that's actually pretty cool. Repeat. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm -hmm. Mhm.
4: Dragon. Matt Reeves sequel.
0: Uh, you have Twenty Two Jump Street. It was a great year for sequels. Twenty Two Jump Street. I
4: hate those
0: movies. How to Train Your Dragon Two. Uh huh.
3: Not uh, not to get ahead in the list, but. I I just realized, like, looking at my list, it's so funny. Like, all of my films from 2010 to 2015 are, like, fun blockbuster-type films. And then from 2016 onward, it's just depressing. (laughs) Well, I
0: mean, I, I think that speaks for itself. I honestly feel that way. Um... Selma uh, from Ava DuVernay came out that year. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interstellar
0: by Christopher Nolan. That was a a visual mind-blowing thing to see. That
3: one was very
0: controversial. The first John Wick came out that year.
4: Mm -hmm. Big Hero 6.
0: And Big Hero 6.
4: Eh.
3: Should have just been Big Hero. (sighs) I don't need the six of them.
0: (laughs) And the documentary on uh, Roger Ebert, Life Itself, came out that year, which is a great film.
3: Yeah. So he must have died 2013? Yeah. 2012? At least, like, the year or so right before.
0: Yeah. So overall, pretty great. Uh, And we're going to break right here. This is going to be the end. (laughs) Intermission. This is our intermission. Um, in truth, this is the end of our podcast right now because we're only at 2014. We're at the midway point, And if I'm not mistaken, we're at two hours, 18 yeah. minutes right now. So it'll be at least that long if or even longer if we go on for the rest of the list. So what, oh, what's yeah. going to happen?
4: I think the next one is going to be longer. <laughs> yes.
0: So f- for the moment, we're going to go ahead and uh, end this episode. This is part one. And then we will continue in part two. But until then, uh, great discussion guys. I love the choices so far um in the films.
3: Yeah, so far um still surprised I was so alone on that last one.
0: <laughs> Hold it with you until the next one cuz there'll be even more surprises I feel. Um, oh no. The years 2015 to 2019 are going to be I think even more uh exciting. I think they're going to be
3: very different I think which actually. is good we want different
0: yeah. kinds of movies to be picked for this so uh before we go I want to also plug uh the as I've been plugging the Pixar ranked show coming to the fantasy fair uh where the four of us ranked all the Pixar movies and that was wow three hours long uh and uh, it's really exciting as well as other episodes fantasy fair is producing a lot of content we
2: did an episode on the imaginary story mm-hmm. we also uh, did an update on the coronavirus issue uh we talked about that a little bit um plus more we're gonna be having a uh disney songs ranking list uh coming up pretty soon a and disney
0: movie princess list also yes
2: so many wait, and peter has been to invited about... to that
0: one as well so mm, okay wait, wait
3: wait 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 i need a, we need a we need to decide something right here we already did you we, can go no, ahead no, and you no, can pick atlantis you. okay thank you Oh wait, okay. She's a real Disney princess, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go in a like fifty minute rant on that while we do this. And also oh, God. are we are we picking the films they're in or the princesses themselves?
4: The films. The films. The
3: films. So the quality of the films. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And um, okay.
2: I can't wait to talk about my number one favorite, which is Star Wars. Um, no, no,
3: that's where I draw a line. I the fuck know. You. That's not a Disney princess, so go fuck yourself. It has to
2: be
0: animated, first of all. and it's... It has to
3: actually be made by Disney.
2: Yeah. Okay, I can't wait to talk about Anastasia then. Uh, was made made by made by that was made by Disney? It's Disney now, bitch.
3: Is it? <laughs> Owned by Disney is not made by Disney, okay?
0: And There's also, a... uh, when Kyle get is available we're going to have audio commentaries for Fantasy Fair we have Frozen 2 and Onward confirmed for Red Spotlight we have The Rise of Skywalker and Knives Out Captain Marvel and Spider-Man Far From Home on the way so coronavirus is giving us a lot of time to make as much content as we can it looks like so quarantine
2: I barely knew her
0: get used to it guys we're going to be here a while the way things are going so get comfortable until then Thank you all for listening. Thank all of you guys for being on here. This was fun. We'll see you next time with part two. Bye-bye.